Are we going to see another Verstappen versus Hamilton? Or are we going to see a Kravitz versus Massey? Is Ferrari going to finally have some luck? And is the Australian Grand Prix still going? Let's find out. This is the F1 Debrief. Hello everyone and welcome back to another F1 debrief for 2023. Of course, the Australian Grand Prix has been run and done and won uh, by none other than Max Verstappen. Uh, this is his first time winning in Australia and Red Bull's first time winning in Australia since 2011. Uh, which is actually crazy to think about, to be honest, um, considering how dominant they've been uh, in you know, in 2012, 2013 in recent years now, but um, it was an okay race, um, it started off, you know, fairly okay, then it sort of just, you know, went on like an average race, we saw a few decent battles in the midfield, Max Verstappen started pulling away from Lewis Hamilton, um, but then the red flag happened, and then it happened again, and then it happened again, um, it was nuts, so basically what happened is early in the race, Alex Albon um, you know, he, 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 uh, he crashed and it was originally a safety car, but due to the amount of gravel that was left onto the track, uh, it required a red flag, um, which basically reset the entire field. Everyone was given basically a free pit stop. Um, and in George Russell's case, that was quite unfortunate because bef when the safety car was out, cause he was leading at the time, he actually went into the pits to change his tires um, which was, in a way, a good strategy call, but, you know, they didn't anticipate the red flag to appear, so, uh, he unfortunately lost out of that, but ultimately, it didn't matter anyway, because he had to retire due to a fire, I think, believe, in the combustion engine. Anyway, once the race got resumed, it was fairly straightforward. We saw a little battle with Hamilton and Verstappen, as Hamilton was able to, to get into the lead, but then the DRS happened and basically Verstappen became a rocket from the, at that point. Then the race became, you know, like typical Formula 1. And then later on, Kevin Magnussen decided to show up and crash into the wall at turn 2. Bringing out the second red flag with three laps to go. Um, now, I think that was, in my opinion, that was probably just a purpose. Uh, purposely done for entertainment purposes. As it was, it looked like... Um, it was going to end under safety car. Uh, so that <laughs> that um, started all the craziness. Uh, once the race got resumed, um, there was carnage. Um, basically, Fernando Alonso, who was third, was spun by Carlos Sainz. Uh, the two Alpines came together. Um, Logan Sargent decided to send uh, Nick DeFries to Narnia and back. And... <laughs> Like a like a, it was like an F one lobby, it was just nuts. Um, so to be fair, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I sort of expected that to happen. Um, that's what <laughs> red flags tend to bring. Um, but it was a crazy end to a crazy race. Uh, so let's have a quick run through the results and um, work from there. So obviously Max Verstappen uh, dominated the race. Uh, followed by Lewis Hamilton and then 
this is the official results after the third restart. Fernando Alonso uh, rounds up the podium once again for the third time this season. Um, then his teammate uh, finished in P4, so it's a brilliant day for Aston Martin. They're the true winners out of today. Uh, the second winners are actually McLaren as well. I, um, yeah, I know, I don't believe it either, but it is. It's true, it's true. McLaren actually had a decent race today. Uh, we'll get that in just a second. Fifth is Sergio Perez after starting last. Um, I was expecting him to be in the top three, or at least P2, um, similar to what Max did in Jeddah, um, but unfortunately that wasn't meant to be for him, and he finishes in the bottom five. Sixth is, um, amazingly, Lando Norris. Um, and then seventh is Nico Hulkenberg. Eighth, Oscar Piastri, who scores points for the first time uh, in his home race, which is also the first time he's racing in Australia since his go-karting days, which is still crazy to believe. Um, but that would have been a mega feeling, scoring your first ever points in your first ever home race in Formula 1. Uh, Zhou Guanyu uh, finished a ninth, scoring points for Alfa Romeo. And then Yuki Tsunoda, after you know, missing out on the points uh, twice now, he's managed to finish 10th. Uh, so he's managed to get that one point he's been craving for so, so long. Um, now, originally, Carlos Sainz, who actually here finishes 12th, was actually meant to finish 4th, um, but he actually ended up getting a 15-second time penalty for spinning Fernando Alonso around in the second restart. Um, but in a way, that's promoted Yuki Tsunoda um, into the 10. So I have mixed feelings about that. But ultimately, I'm not a huge fan. On, on I, I don't agree with it, to be honest. It, yeah, he, he made the mistake. And in a normal racing situation, he would receive that penalty. Um, but because it was like literally one lap left, um, and then the race ultimately ended basically under safety car um, conditions... Uh, which basically, it ruined his race entirely. And the five seconds just didn't, you know, it just, it wasn't served properly and he lost more than he uh, was going to, let's say, in a normal racing situation. Now, my opinion, um, I do think it's fair that he deserved a penalty. He um, he did spin him. You know, it, it, it was a tricky situation. I know that Alpine, I know that um, Pierre Gasly didn't get a penalty. I know Logan Sargent didn't get a penalty. But, um, so it is a very inconsistent from the FIA on their end. But if I, for this incident alone, I reckon personally I would just um, penalise him maybe with a grid, like a grid penalty uh, for Baku. Um, I feel like it was just, not really ideal um, timing in terms of doing it. Like, yes, he deserved the penalty, but he lot because it un ended under technically safety car conditions. He just he his race was completely shattered, um, which was a real shame. And uh, in any way, <laughs> the car above him, Valtteri Bottas, finished in the eleventh, just missing out the points. And then here, that's only 12 cars finish the race. So we're going to run through the DNFs, starting off with both of the Alpines, Pierre Gasly and Esteban Ocon, which is probably the 
the the top losers of the weekend. Um, Pierre was was running so damn well. He was, I, th- I believe, he was in fourth for a while there. Um, and Alpine looked like they were going to score some really good points this weekend, uh, all for it to only for it to be ruined um, with that second restart. Because what happened? Uh, is Pierre Gasly uh, heading... He actually went wide into turn one. I think he overshot it, I believe, from memory. And as he went to rejoin the track, um, now it could be because of the sunlight as well, similar to um, Kevin Magnussen when he crashed, bringing out this red flag. Uh, because of the sunlight, he ran wide. Um, but I personally don't... <laughs> I think, it, you know, I don't think he saw Esteban and, you know... Of course, it had to be his teammate. Um, if you want to see the footage, you can on uh, Formula One's channel on YouTube. Um, but it's, it's such an unfortunate and disappointing end to what could have been a great result for Alpine. Fifteenth um, is Nick De Vries um, after being sent to Narnia by Logan Sargent, uh, who finished sixteenth, because uh, with that restart as well. Uh, Logan went into the back of Nick and basically trapped him into the gravel. Um, which is, <laughs> and that's proper F1 lobby stuff. And that's also bizarre why he didn't get a, Logan didn't get a penalty at, at all, but that's what I mean. It's, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge mess. Um, especially when Carlos actually, um, got the penalty and the fact that he's the only one that got the penalty out of all of that carnage is a bit concerning. But in saying that, it's actually a blessing for Pierre Gasly as he was two points away from getting an F, uh, getting a race ban. Um, so I guess, you know, count his lucky stars for that one. Um, 17th was, of course, Kevin Magnussen. Uh, and then here are the non-finishers from prior to this red flag. We've got, obviously, George Russell who, unfortunately, after running really well and getting the st- uh, leading the start, uh, had a engine fire. Alex Albon, like I mentioned before, he found the wall at turn six after losing control of the rears. And then, very disappointingly, Charles Leclerc didn't even get to finish a lap, ends the day on lap one, which is very... It, I'm still heartbroken. Uh, I'm not going to recover, and I don't think anyone else is going to recover, um, which is really disappointing for Ferrari. And <laughs> I wish this was an April Fool's joke, but it's not, and I'm really concerned about the, <laughs> the rest of the year. To be honest, they haven't had they've had a shocking start to their season, and we all thought last year was bad, but at least they were able to finish and actually win a few races. So. I really hope they bounce back, um, but, oh my god, it's more luck, if anything, well, today especially, it's just luck, it was not their way, uh, which was very disappointing. In saying that, uh, let's have a look at the driver's standings um, after the Australian Grand Prix, we're just going to run through the 10, so of course, Max Verstappen continues to extend his lead with... 69 points, <laughs> uh, followed by Sergio Perez uh, with 54. Fernando Alonso 
settles in third position with 45 points. Lewis Hamilton, fourth with 38 points. Uh, Carlos Sainz rounds up the five with 20 points, leading the way for Ferrari. And then Lance Stroll um, in sixth place with 20 points. George Russell in eight in seventh with 18 points. And then, amazingly, Lando Norris, after, um, thanks to this Grand Prix and the carnage, uh, is eighth with eight points. Uh, Nico Hülkenberg uh, comes home uh, is in ninth with six points. And Charles Leclerc rounds up the ten with a whopping six points. Which still hurts. And I really hope their luck turns around. Now let's have a quick look at the team standing. Red Bull lead the way with 123 points. Aston Martin are the second fastest car with 65 points. That is an incredible gap. It's like half. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's nuts. Uh, and the Mercedes is a little bit behind Aston Martin um, with 56 points. Of course, George never got to finish the race, whereas both Astons did. Fourth is Ferrari uh, with 26 points, but catching him behind, which is bizarre still to say, is McLaren with 12 points. Now, of course, they were 10th heading into this round. They were last on the driver sta- on the team standings, and they had a pretty decent race. Um, but if it wasn't for the carnage, um, they'll probably end up being 6th or 7th, uh, you know, actually probably ninth or 8th. Because um, Lando was in ninth and eighth position majority of the race, Th- the drivers drove really, really well considering how garbage the car is. It has no straight line speed whatsoever, um, so they they got to drive the wheels off the thing, brake as late as possible just to do overtakes. Um, it's, it's, it, I hope I, think, I hope the car gets better as the year goes on. Um, but the drivers do definitely deserve better. But I'm grateful that both of them were able to come home with points thanks to all that carnage. So that's one good thing to come from all of that. Um, so McLaren will be pretty pleased for the weekend. But they do not... I d- this isn't the drivers, this is the team. I don't feel like they deserve the fifth position at the moment. They have a lot of work to do. There's a lot of cars actually underneath them that are ten times better at the moment. Especially in sixth place, Alpine. Uh, they would have, of course, been higher than McLaren if it wasn't for the carnage that happened uh, with with both of them. Uh, they're sixth with eight points. Seventh is Haas with seven points. Alfa Romeo in eighth with six. Alfa Tauri is has only got the lonely one point from Yuki Tsunoda, and they sit in ninth. And Williams, unfortunately are in 10th with also one point. But um, if it wasn't for the crash that happened with Albon, they could have, you know, moved up the standings, probably a potential 7 or a 6th. You know, it's it's disappointing. A lot of disappointment this weekend, but a lot of positives as well, as I said, with McLaren and Aston Martin. Well, that was the Australian Grand Prix. It's going to take about a month to debrief it, and luckily enough, that's how long it, we have to wait to the Azerbaijan Grand Prix in Baku. Um, it was a crazy, crazy race. Um, in my opinion, driver of the day uh, will probably 
has to be um, Carlos Sainz. He, he drove really well to bring that Ferrari into fourth position. And if it wasn't for that penalty, uh, he he was an inch away from the podium. Um, so he led the way for Ferrari. He did really well this weekend. Biggest losers of the weekend, obviously, I'm going to have to give it to Alpine. Um, after having a very strong result... Um, taken away from them at the very, very end after they collided with each other. It was heartbreaking, as heart, almost as heartbreaking as it is to be a Ferrari fan. But, um, yeah, uh, that was nuts. Let me know what you think of this Grand Prix. Uh, in terms of out of 10, I'll probably give it a 8, 8.3. That's very specific. But if it wasn't for that carnage, it would probably be down to a 7. Because there was some decent battles on track with the midfield. But there wasn't really typical Formula 1. There's not a huge amount of racing happening. But, um, yeah. Um, if you did enjoy this, feel free to hit the follow button on Spotify. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, do that like, share, whatever you do if you like stuff. Stay tuned for my Supercars debrief as well in the coming days. Of course, they had their race at Melbourne as well. And that was just as much chaos as the Grand Prix. A um, little bit less controversial, but uh, there is a lot to uncover. So stay tuned for that. And uh, I'll s chat to you guys in a month's time for the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Uh, my top five predictions probably um, will probably be Verstappen, uh, Perez. That'll be the two. And then Alonso, you know, I've got to give him third place. I've got to go basic here. I reckon he's just going to finish third once again. And then fourth will probably be, I hope, Charles Leclerc. I'm going to say that. Um, they do have a decent car behind them. They just haven't had luck or reliability. Um, and rounding up the five will probably, probably be uh, George Russell. Right, um, I'll catch you guys later. I do apologise, this is a bit of a improvised ending, but it is what it is, I'll get there. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll catch you guys next time.